Hey guys, and welcome to the 40th episode of Cutting Edge. I'm Landon Sturdivant, and for those of you who have been tuning in day in and day out, your support means so much, and hopefully these episodes continue to be engaging, enjoyable, and valuable to you. Any feedback, insights, commentary, or suggestions for future episodes that you may have are greatly appreciated. It's been a while since I've done an episode like this. As you all probably know, I like to keep it interview-based. Don't really like making this too much about me. But as everyone who's hearing this now probably knows, I've got a goal I want to hit by New Year's Eve. It's unrelated to this podcast, but I'm still really fired up about it. And this all came to me because I know that in order to truly live up to the name of the show, I've got to start being someone who exemplifies being cutting edge in my own life. And I know that if I were to attain this goal, I would automatically be in the 1%. So here we go. So I want to start by prefacing this with a little bit of background. Apologies if this is repetitive to regular listeners, because if you've heard my interviews before, I've talked about this. But from August 2021 to April 2022, I was a college athlete. I was doing both cross-country and track. Actually, all three things. It was cross-country, indoor track, and then outdoor track. So it was really, it was year-round. And I started realizing that my heart really just was not there anymore. Going to practice every day felt like a massive obligation, way more so than school or even my job. Because obviously, you don't always like doing those things. They're the kind of things that you have to do, not necessarily that you always want to do. But... Even both of those things, you know, felt way better than that. And then with meets to go to on top of that, like traveling, I, I'm not a huge fan of traveling to begin with and just going there and trying to muster up something to to call a performance. It just wasn't hitting for me anymore. I knew something was really off and I made what looked like a rather sporadic decision to call it quits mid-season. This was early April and I'd probably done about three meets. We were only, you know, like a month into it total. And I'd been seriously thinking about it for months before that. So it was met with some confusion and disapproval from the outside looking in because people didn't know the situation. I never told anybody anything. And I just said, oh, I'm, I'm done. So, and even I wasn't sure what was really coming next, but all I knew was that I needed a break. I was planning on taking like a week of doing just nothing athletic, doing what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted it, and really just focusing on you know, getting out of that mindset to just go like kill myself every day, basically. Um, and, you know, that worked for five days, really like the sun was shining brighter, grass looked a bit greener, sky was bluer, all was right in the world. It was, it really was a super nice five days, um, <laughs> which it was supposed to be a week, like I said, but I just had to get back out there. I had to start doing something again. And so that weekend I did a couple, you know, short, slow runs, at, at least on the standard of a former college guy. But uh, after that, I decided I wanted to start going to the gym and, you know, gaining some muscle. Keep in mind, running was my only thing since eighth grade. And since I never wanted to be like too sore to get in a good practice, I really never touched a weight unless I had to. Eventually, like on the college team, we actually had a strength program and we quote unquote lifted, but it was exactly like you'd expect a bunch of cross country guys would be doing. Everything's high rep, low weight. Most of it was just body body weight or banded kind of exercise anyway. Like we, there were some sessions where we'd never touched a weight, you know, completely for the purpose of gaining lean tone muscle, which is exactly what you need for the sport. So you can't really bash it too much. But for that reason, when I started, I'm like, I weigh probably about 150 pounds soaking wet. Um, I can't even do sets of five with plates on bench, which is like, you know, 45 on each side. I couldn't even really do sets of five with that. I'm not sure I could even one rep max more than like 150 to 155. I had big issues with squats. It lacked pretty hard there for quite a while uh, when it came to anything 
other than like bench or squats, any other lift. 20s were generally like 20 pound dumbbells were generally like my friend for any kind of reps. I'd say my big strength though was was pull-ups, but I was still barely like scraping out like four sets of eight on 90 second rest. So that was also a work in progress. But over time, I really started growing a passion for lifting. It felt really good to work out on my own terms, do exercises that I really enjoyed and see very tangible progress, not just in the ability to lift heavier and heavier, but visually, you know, seeing myself, like looking in the mirror, seeing myself fill out a little bit more at a little over five months in, I'm weighing closer to 160 now uh, as we speak. So I still run. I do love to use the stationary bike too. Uh, those activities also feel much more freeing without such pressure around it to, you know, go a certain speed or always be super fast or whatever. But as I got further and further into this, I really started um, fantasizing about the numbers 225 and 315. Now, for those that have no idea what I mean when I say that, that's two and three 45 plates on each side of the bar, respectively. 225 is two, 315 is three plates on each side. Uh, and those are seen as like kind of landmarks for the bench and the squat for guys. I'm sure that's kind of similar to how a sub six minute mile would be in running for those exercises for guys. It sort of takes you from hobby lifter, hobby jogger status to, oh, so you're actually kind of good. You know what I mean? So especially if those weights are well above what you weigh, like it, it looks really impressive to have multiple plates on each side of the bar. And in, in addition to this, being able to do more than 30 pull-ups in one go has also been an aspiration of mine. And this was, this was one that was, came long before the gym, especially since I've always loved pull-ups, always had kind of a natural proclivity towards it as well. I had a friend uh, back in high school who did 33 uh, in high school for the fitness test. And even though he weighed like 125, it always gave me this bar to shoot for, like I always wanted to get 30. So doing that at 160 would be even more impressive since it's typically harder to do, uh, to be better at pull-ups the heavier you are. And in a very similar line, it's also harder to run um, to run fast when you're, when you're heavier. And uh, the sub five minute mile, something that I have been able to do since I was 13 and uh, in, my, in my best shape, I was doing five sets of five minute miles on 60 second rest. So no exaggeration. I averaged about five, like low fives for, for five reps. So even though it's still very doable for me, I'd be pretty embarrassed if I couldn't at least maintain enough fitness to still be able to run 459 by the end of the year since I was literally going faster than that as uh, in between seventh and eighth grade. Uh, it gives me a little bit of a security blanket uh, to put less energy there and focus more on getting stronger over the next three and a half months. Because as you might have been able to piece together from all those different things, my goal is to hit all four of those marks or beyond, which is a 225 bench, a 315 squat, 30 plus pull-ups while still running under four, under five minutes in a mile, not under four, under five minutes in a mile by December 31st of this year. Now, is that unreasonable? Maybe, you know, but any goal worthy of pursuing has to scare you a little bit, in my opinion. If it doesn't, you're probably selling yourself short. Uh, you know what's even scarier than setting such an ambitious goal, though? Externalizing it on the World Wide Web so that there will be digital record that you'd set it, which forces you to stand by that, to have accountability. And if you were to miss that goal, it would theoretically be more embarrassing. But here's the thing. Even if I wasn't able to hit all these marks in the timeline that I strive for, it's totally cool. 
obviously I will be working my ass off and I'm not going to be okay, quote unquote, with failure per se. But if I know I did everything in my power to get there and I just couldn't develop fast enough, that's really, that's out of my control. Even if I wasn't able to hit all these marks in the timeline I strive for, I will still be so much fitter and more well-rounded than the majority of people, probably still in the 1% if I had to guess. And even if I wasn't able to hit all these marks in the timeline I strive for, it's not like I'm just going to give up. It's not like I'm just going to stop working on after that. I'm going to get these marks eventually, no matter what. So I think that's really, you know, it's a really good thing to keep in mind for everybody if you're striving for something in your own life and if you've set a timeline for it. The timeline pushes you to move with a sense of urgency and to nail your intangibles, but sometimes it just isn't in the cards to get it that quickly. Understand this, though. If you can keep that same energy until you hit that goal, no matter how long it takes, you're going to get there and you're going to go beyond, I think, even. That's all that really matters anyway. You know, it took baby until he was 27 to 28 to start blowing up on today's standards. And I understand he's kind of a controversial person and whatnot, and he's kind of created his own downfalls of recently. But 2020 to 2021, y'all remember, he was on top of the world. And no one was sitting there wringing their hands like, oh, this dude's 29, this dude's 30, what a loser. Like, this, the result is the result, no matter how long it takes. That guy has multi-platinum records, songs with over a billion streams. He's worked with the biggest names in the industry, and no one can take that away from him. Uh, we live in a society, you know, where we need success instantly or it's not worth it. There's this pressure to be a big deal when you're 21 or under, which is absolutely ridiculous. Nobody can even be bothered to create a 10-year plan because the world is so fast-paced um, and six months is seen as a long-term plan. So I say all that to say that, yes, deadlines are effective. Uh, they're super useful in giving you that kick in the butt that you need to not just lollygag thinking you have your whole life to do something. But I also don't think all that time and effort wasn't worth it if it ends up taking you twice, three times, five times as long as you would have hoped, like don't get bothered if you're you're not progressing in this sharp linear manner or even if you regress or get held back along the way. You ever seen a stock just go in a straight line? Like that doesn't happen. Like it's, you know, it's curves, there's bumps, there's crashes, uh, there's, you know, huge rises. Like it, that's, how, that's what progress looks like. And people talk about persistence and it's, it's really easy to have persistence when all the lights are green, you're seeing that progress consistently. But I even think I'm going to have to come back and reference this episode myself when rough times arise, when I can't see the immediate progress, or when I get frustrated that things aren't moving as quickly as I would like them to. Like, I'm going to have to remind myself that in the least corny way possible, the journey is way less about the result and way more about the habits, the skills, and the mindset changes that I'm going to gain along the way. Because ultimately that goal is temporary. Like I see myself hitting that goal, being hyped for like half a day maybe, and then scratching my head as to like, what's, what's the next one? Like, what do you do from there? It will not feel anywhere near as high and mighty as it's going to feel like it would feel for me like right now, you know? Um, the mind immediately needs something else to feast on and make progress towards or everything starts going south again. But the habits, those will serve me greatly for much longer than three and a half months. And I hope that whatever you're pursuing, you can understand that too. Anything that you pursue wholeheartedly, you're going to gain significantly better habits from. Um, so 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed the change of pace today and I'm really excited for you guys to follow me along in this journey. I'm going to keep you updated. If you liked it, I'd love if you could leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening from. And any feedback is welcome and appreciated. If you want to follow this podcast, it's going to be at Cutting Edge IG on Instagram. That's at C-U-T-T-I-N-G-E-D-G-E-I-G on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, my personal Instagram is at Landon underscore Sturdivant. That's at L-A-N-D-O-N underscore S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T. And my email is LTSturdivant at Yahoo.com. That's L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T at Yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you on the next one.